Welcome to The Dietitian Project. I'm your host, Krista Kolajesic. I'm a fellow dietitian and passionate business coach, helping you turn your dreams from vision into reality. I'm so thrilled to have you here with me. When you hear me say that you should build your email list, what exactly comes to mind for you? Perhaps you're thinking to yourself, isn't that a little bit outdated? Shouldn't I be focusing my time and energy on more current communication methods like Instagram, like Facebook, those sorts of things? I'm not surprised if you're thinking that because I remember the first time that I heard this idea of building an email list, I thought the exact same thing. So in this episode, I'm going to provide you with some rationale first off as to why having a strong email list is so important for your business, plus three simple strategies that you can use to start or grow your email list today. These are really easy things that you can implement as of today. Okay, so I do want to start off by talking about why having an email list is so important for your business. Okay, so I think we've all heard about social media algorithms, right? Like we've all heard that there's an algorithm involved with Instagram that basically means when you post something on your Instagram page, it's not a guarantee obviously. And in fact, it's impossible, I think, for everyone in your audience to actually have visibility to what it is that you posted. So you send something out there, you put something out into the world, and you really can't guarantee how many people are going to actually have visibility to it. So, you know, you can implement a number of different strategies, like using really engaging content, you know, having a great caption, adding hashtags to increase the chances of engagement, but it's not a guarantee. So, If you actually go into your Instagram account and go into insights, so on your homepage, just click on the insights button. So if you have a personal Instagram account, you won't have access to this. So just convert to a business account. It's super, super easy to do. So once you have a business account, you will be able to actually see how many people view your posts. So on the very first page, when you click insights, you can see how many people actually view each one of your posts. And look and see, like, what is the percentage there of people that have seen your post versus how many followers that you actually have? So for me, looking at this data is pretty interesting because it really, and it's going to be the same for you, certain posts are obviously going to get way more visibility than others because they resonate more with your audience, you know, They attract more sharing, more engagement, whatever that might be. And not every single post is going to be like that, and that's totally okay. So for me, my average is maybe around 35%. So what that means is that when I post something, about 35% of my audience is actually seeing it. So that's not that many, especially if I'm looking to promote something, like promote a service I'm offering, promote a product, whatever that might be that's only 35% of my social media following. Versus when I send out an email to my email list, I am guaranteeing that 100% of my email followers, or I guess email subscribers is the better word, 
are actually receiving that email. So of course, I can't guarantee that they're going to read it, but at least I know that they've received it, that they have visibility to it. And there's a lot of different tactics that I can implement to ensure that people actually do read and open the email, like having a really engaged subject line or a really engaging subject line rather, you know, making sure that I'm providing a ton of value in my emails and I'm not just constantly selling something. So the whole idea here is that when we go to actually sell something, when we go to promote our services, market our services, market a product, whatever that might be, we want to ensure that it's shown to a maximum number of people, which is again, why your email list is so important. And the other thing too with an email list is that it helps to provide people with a little reminder. So the other thing about the Instagram algorithm and social media algorithms is that if somebody doesn't engage much with your content, it's not going to be shown to them at all or as frequently. So you know how you tend to see the exact same people within your Instagram feed consistently? That's because you tend to engage with their content. So Instagram wants to show you more of that stuff. So if somebody hasn't engaged much with your social media content, but maybe they would still be interested in your services, an email provides them with that gentle reminder of what it is that you do. And perhaps at that point in their life, they might actually be interested in the service. So it's always important to provide these little gentle nudges to people of just a you know quick reminder, I'm here, I'm here to help if you need me, and whatever that might be. The other thing too here, there was a, I I mean, I hope so far that I've provided some compelling evidence that having an email list is really important. But the other thing too is that you actually, your email subscribers are actually an asset to your business. So you actually own that email list. Like that is your own business asset versus your followers. Those are owned by Instagram. So if Instagram disappeared tomorrow, which probably isn't going to happen, but you never know because we don't have control over that. You know, your followers would be gone versus your email list. Those are yours. So that's a big piece too, is that, you know, just for long-term security, having an email list and having a social media following is a good idea. Okay. So I hope I've convinced you that having an email list is an important piece to your business and that you should start building one ASAP. And so I'm going to go through a couple of the ways that you can, easy, easy, easy ways that you can actually start and grow your email list. But first off, we want to make sure that you actually have an email list for people to join. So there's a number of different ways that you can do this. I personally use a program called ConvertKit. Now, if you're trying to keep your costs low at the beginning, You may want to use a free platform through whatever website provider you use. So if you've built your website on Wix, you can just add a very simple email subscribe form and it will start collecting email addresses for you. There's also MailChimp as well. There's a bunch of other ones. If you're interested in paying for something that has a little bit more functionality, then just Google best email list subscription services. And you'll find a lot of information there where you can compare prices and stuff. But I really like ConvertKit personally. And then the whole idea is that you can you can add a form on your website so that when somebody fills out the form, so or they fill out a subscribe box where they put their name and their email address, they're automatically added to your email 
list. The whole point here is that people do have to opt in. So they have to give permission in order to join your email list. They have to actively join your email list. And so we can't just take people's emails and put them onto our email list without permission. That that doesn't fly. That's no good. We have to make sure that people are actually opting in to this. Okay, so step one is really making sure that you actually have an email list for people to be able to join. Okay, and then before we get into the strategies, there's really two golden rules of email lists. Rule number one is that you must provide valuable content. So we all worry about providing an email or sending out an email and then having everyone unsubscribe, right? So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. And it's going to happen occasionally. And that's totally okay. That's very normal. It's totally okay. It happens to me, you know, I'll send something out. If somebody's not interested in it, they're just going to unsubscribe. And that's totally okay. And in fact, that's actually a good thing. Because I only want people who are really interested and engaged with my content on my email list. I don't want people on my email list who aren't, right? It's not just about the number of emails you have. It's about the quality of of those email subscribers that you have. So someone should want to receive an email from you because it provides so much great information, So we do not always want to be promoting our services. We want to be consistently providing really high quality information. So maybe that means that every week you check in and you share a blog post that you've written or perhaps that somebody else has written and you found it really valuable and so you want to share it. Or maybe a recipe that you love or a recipe that you've created. It doesn't always have to be reinventing the wheel, you can share things that other people have created, right? Like sharing links to other people's websites, other people's blogs. You know, people people love to have their stuff shared. So it doesn't always have to be reinventing the wheel. I do that all the time for my email list. If I don't have any original content that I'm promoting that week, then I'll go back and I'll find what were some of the podcasts that I personally listened to that week. What were some of the really interesting blog posts that I read that week? Anything else really that's going on from that week that I can share to provide value to my email list. So that's golden rule number one, you must provide valuable content. Golden rule number two is you must check in regularly. So what we don't want is we don't want people to join your email list and then never hear from you. And then two months down the road, you decide you're gonna send out an email And then everyone's like, wait, I don't even remember signing up for this. Therefore, I'm going to unsubscribe. It leaves a bad taste in people's mouths, right? Because if you don't remember subscribing to something, but you just receive an email out of the blue, it's a little bit off-putting, right? We kind of think like, oh, how did you get my email? Even though that person may have actually subscribed, but they just don't remember. So we want to make sure and check in regularly. So you need to find a frequency that works for you and for your schedule. For me, I check in every week with my email list. But again, it depends on you. Just make sure that you're doing it consistently. Okay, so now that we've gone through the golden rules, we've gone through the rationale, let's talk about what are three simple strategies to start and grow your email list today. Okay, so simple strategy number one is offering a download, a freebie, a lead magnet, a free download, whatever you want to call it, offering something for free that's actually not free because we are providing something 
of value in exchange for something of value, which is that person's email address. So if you're going to be giving something like a free download away, you want to make sure that you are getting something in return, which is again, the email address, which that is an asset for your business. So we are actually exchanging value here. We're not just providing free information. We're providing it with the anticipation that we are going to get something in return. So creating some sort of a freebie, a lead magnet, a free download that people can subscribe to your email list and they will receive the free download. Now, one thing here is that it needs to be super, super valuable. So this free download should be something that people think to themselves, wow, I cannot believe I get this for free. What we don't want is we don't want somebody downloading the freebie and then thinking, oh, this is it. And then they're not going to want to stick around on your email list and see all of the awesome things that you have to bring to the table because you didn't really leave a great first impression. So we want to make sure that people say, you know, wow, I can't believe that I actually can get this for free. And then the other thing here is that we want to make sure it's super visible on your website or on your social media account. So talk about your freebie, your lead magnet regularly. Talk about it regularly. How can people access it? Can they download it via a link in your bio? Do they go to your website and they, you know, it's found on the homepage, whatever that might be. A couple tips for offering a freebie, and I do actually have an Instagram TV on this, so you can check that out for more information. My Instagram is at the Dietitian Project. But a couple tips here again. So make sure that it's providing a ton of value. You know, you're giving you're giving a lot of great information. But then the other piece here is we want to make sure that it's something catchy, so that the title is something catchy. So people really love like a a numbered freebie. So like a five tips, 10 strategies, uh, 10 recipes, a hundred recipes, whatever that might be. Starting it with a number can actually be a really great strategy for a lead magnet. But yeah, check out my IGTV. And then also last week's podcast episode on 30 content topics for 30 days, there's some information in there as well, which will help you to generate a really solid lead magnet. Okay, so that was number one, is offering a freebie. Strategy number two is ask for email addresses. So at the end of an Instagram post, an Instagram Live, an Instagram TV, whatever that might be, ask for people's email addresses. So just say, are you interested in getting more free content just like this directly to your inbox? Drop your email address below and I will add you to my list. Something that's really, really simple, but making sure that you're consistently promoting your email list. So for me, and to be honest, this is something that I'm trying to incorporate more regularly into my business. Every week I talk about my business. I talk about my coaching services in some capacity so that, you know, the new followers that, that I have, you know, they, they hear about it. It's fresh in their minds. And so this is something that I'm trying to do more regularly too, is just like a quick check-in. Hey, are you interested in downloading my freebie, my free business planning workbook? Check it out on my website. You can add your email address and you'll get it or drop your email below and I will send it to you. I'll add you to my list, whatever that might be. So that was number two, simple strategy number two is just simply ask for email addresses when it comes to your social media. So number one was offering a freebie. Number two, ask for email addresses. And then number three 
Every time you offer a course, you see a client, you do a workshop, anything, collect email addresses and add them to your email list. So add a checkbox for people to subscribe to your email list when they are registering for whatever it is that you're offering. So if they're signing up for a workshop, just add a simple question that just says, hey, are you okay if I add you to my email list? You know, so I can share with you more free information, blog posts, recipes, whatever that might be. Or if you are seeing a client as part of your intake process, you can add a simple checkbox that just says, hey, I'm okay adding you to my email list, whatever that might be. Again, so every time you offer a course, you see a client, you do a workshop, whatever that might be, collect email addresses and add them to your list because these are the perfect people that you want as a part of your email list. These are the people that are clearly interested and engaged in your content And therefore, they're going to be more likely to want to work with you and to buy from you in the future. So again, just to recap that, three strategies to start and grow your email list. Number one, offering a freebie. Number two, simply asking for email addresses at the end of a social media post, a live, a IGTV, whatever that might be. And then number three is every time you offer a course, you see a client, you do a workshop, collect email addresses and add them to your list. Okay, so I hope that that was helpful for you. And if you've started your email list because of this podcast episode, I want you to let me know. So send me a DM on Instagram at The Dietitian Project and let me know if you've started an email list because of this episode. I really, really want to hear from you. So thank you so much for joining me today. It's been, as usual, such a pleasure chatting with you. If you loved this podcast, make sure to click subscribe in Apple Podcasts to ensure that you get updates whenever I publish a new episode. I also love to share these reviews with this audience. So in order to get a little shout out on one of my podcast episodes, make sure that you leave a review and I will share it. And if you enjoyed it, make sure and let me know. Take a picture, post it on Instagram and tag me at The Dietitian Project. And I absolutely love hearing from you. I love seeing all the fun things that you're doing while you're listening to the podcast. Brings me so much joy. So If you have any questions or comments, as per usual, please feel free to reach out to me via my website or slide into my DMs on Instagram at The Dietitian Project. I would love to hear from you. And as of right now, I have a few spots left for next month's coaching, one-on-one business coaching for dietitian entrepreneurs, either aspiring or current entrepreneurs. And I have two spots left for November start dates. So if you are interested in that, make sure and reach out to me. You can find more information on my website. So until next time, everyone have an awesome week. 